Welcome to Rap In Order, the interrogation of a hip-hop album, where we take some of the culture's most beloved hip-hop albums, put them on the stand, see if they stood the test of time. Now let's see who we got on the stand today. Dun dun. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Rap In Order. I'm First Class Right, And I'm Torian B. Today, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to do Shrem Life 2, which is the second studio album from Ray Shremert. Eardrummers backwards, you know how that goes. Um... It's the second studio album following the success of Shrem Life, which came out in 2015. This came out in 2016. It was led by the singles uh, By Chance, Look Alive, Black Beatles, and Swang. Um, the album had features from Kodak Black, Juicy J. Uh, production was handled by Mike Will. Gucci Mane's on this album. Little John's on this clone. album. Gucci Mane's clone, right? Um and yeah, this album followed very quickly after Shrem Life One because the success of Shrem Life One, I think, was kinda it's not that I not that it was unexpected, but I think it was like bigger than what they anticipated. I think it was. It was absolutely unexpected. They, yeah. Like they like they just came out of nowhere. They had yeah. they had that song, um, no flex zone, and it just took off mm -hmm. and like out of nowhere. Like, they had like, all the big. formulas on on Shrem Life One for for big album and, and it worked out. And they followed it up fast. Um, what you think of this album? Um, so you were like a you were a huge advocate for like for Ray Shrummer. Mm -hmm. And I I remember like when we were at South by Southwest, like remember we went to that show. And yeah, they and they got their, shut down. Yeah, they shut their music off because like there was a um there was a a curfew, so they just started performing acapella and yeah. like the crowd started like singing their songs with and nobody them. left and nobody left and security was just like sick but like I, I have footage of it too so I just think that you know from that and you know and like I trust like your musical opinion I was just like like I don't want to hear this hot these high pitched kids that look like crisscross mm -hmm. but I am like a huge Mike Will advocate like I argue that Mike Will of the new crop of producers is that boy and I think Reg a Metro Booming guy right yeah, newly, but I, I, um, I think Metro, I think he surpassed him, but Mike Will kind of is the leader of the new crop of the newer crop. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, so I trusted that. So like, I listened to this project, and I was like, all right, this is like a fun project. Mm -hmm. So for this episode, we revisiting it and listening to it, listening to it with the airs that I that I you know over time, I was like, wow, this album is really good and I really think that it's a certain point in this album where like they should have just stopped and I think they they would have had a perfect album for the genre that they have because like they made a, they they basically made a subgenre like it's just party rap. Yeah. And and then, like that's fine like for the lane that they're in and I think that they really should have stuck with it but I think what happened is is that like uh that Sway Lee kind of like fell in love with being like the the hook man the go-to guy the, the, the hit maker yeah and, and i mean how could you not right because this around this time when this came out sway lee was a uh, he got writing credits on lemonade for he formation did, yeah for formation Ooh, lady, you know get information. he did the, he did the hook for that so like after that he was on fire 
you know? <laughs> he was on fire because he had um what else he had? He had um Unforgettable. Yeah, Unforgettable with French Montana. Yeah. And, uh, so, and, and and French Montana just would not shut up about this song. Like, mm-hmm. yo, Sway Lee got like a hundred more of these. And the, mm-hmm. that's why like we thought like his album was going to be such a big deal. Yeah, yeah. And like, he, like it wasn't. Like, Sway, Lee, Sway Lee was supposed to be that guy. And um, But this album was kind of the, the prelude to what Sway Lee went on to do at least for the next two years or so, which just hopping in and out of like doing different... um different hooks for people you know but i don't think he fully what he fully lived up to the title that he was getting in my i don't know i don't think so either like i said like they were crowning him Mm -hmm. like the the next like hit maker like basically yeah like what young like basically they were saying like he was gonna be able to do like what young bird does now on a regular bait well hit maker Mm -hmm. as he's called now like as far as like helping artists and i think that he was like very helpful because like obviously like Mike Will produces it. He Mike Will tells Sway Lee just go into the studio, like come up with something, they'll give a song to Miley. Yeah. Or they will give a song to whoever he's working with, Bruno Mars, whoever. Mm-hmm. So he has something. I just don't think that he's like what they What they was yeah. With, yeah. Well put it like this. I think a lot of the songs these album given to other artists are, are even bigger songs. I think so too. Like, I think I, so like, too. I think I think I think Sway Lee could work with Billie Eilish. And really, like, I can see that. Up. I can see that. But Sway Lee is still getting money off that. Uh, what's the song that's in the Spider Man? Um, with, oh, with, with Ty Dolla Sign? With Ty Dolla, the song with Ty Dolla Sign. And then, what song did he do for Post Malone? Um, what did he do for Post? He did a song for Post Malone as well. I, I, you're right. He did do a song with Ty Dolla Sign, but he did a song with Post as well. That's doing. That's that's. Oh uh, yeah, Sunflower. That's right. the one. Okay, that's it. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And um, I think it's Ty Dolla on that too. No. No, no, no. That's just them two. Just that's what that's Sway Lee and Pulse. Okay, but he does have a song with Ty Dolla. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, so this was around a big time for him. Like he did like a lot of really big hooks. Um, this album, he got he kind of got a chance to showcase that and showcase like his creativity more. Mm-hmm. But I've always been more of a Slim Jimmy guy because he's more he's more like reckless. He's the wild card. Like yeah. he's just there to rap, say some crazy shit. But at the same time, he kind of has some. In between the fun bars, he has some like, oh shit, like he said that. He, mm-hmm. he got that off. Um, and there's a lot of moments on this album like that. And this is, mind you, just a year turnaround time of them putting out their debut. So wasn't that much of a big difference between the, the two albums. But this is just an extension, especially in a feeling. Um, and it kicks off with Start a Party. Start a Party, the, the fucking energy, the yelling. They yelling like they, their fucking voices are cracking while they're rapping. It's great. And that's why a lot of people thought they were younger than what they were. Because when they rap, like they 40. sound... Yeah, them, <laughs> niggas, them niggas is like definitely up there in age. And nah, when they 40. came out, they're not... Yeah, they're not 40. But when they came out, a lot of people thought that they were kids. That was like part of their appeal. Mm-hmm. I used to call them like... I was like, oh, yeah, they're like, they're like crisscross, but like... You know, that live on a dangerous block in yeah. a dangerous neighborhood nah, and go to parties. Grown. They was grown fucking men. Yeah. They're grown. Yeah. And um Legally but this was drinking. fun. Uh Starter Party is a great way to start this start this album off. Yeah, it I think it, it definitely lets you know um like where they're taking it. And I kinda think it, it kinda like it goes through different like moods of a party on this mm-hmm. project. And I think like when you first get to the party, like you're like excited, you see your friends, mm-hmm. and like this is how this opener kicks off. And obviously, I have to be in like a kind of like mood to 
to hear Sway Lee's voice mm-hmm. this much. Mm-hmm. So like I had to like I would I had to like really like just be like, all right, listen, like you gotta do it for this episode. And so like it actually kind of had me like in a good mood and like kind of like bouncy and stuff like that and like like cheesy showing my teeth and shit. So <laughs> this was good. And um and if it's followed up by Real Chill, which features Kodak Black, mm-hmm. another banger. Um <laughs> Slim Jimmy described himself on this song as Frank Lucas with a grill. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. Because it was just like, all right, what the fuck does that have to do with yeah, yeah. Like, what, like Frank Lucas with a grill. Yeah. Um, but nah, this one is good. Kodak, you know, problematic as he is, man. The guy can rap. Yeah, this is this is the right of time when he dropped his project, Little Baby Tupac. Yeah. Little Biggie. Little, 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 Biggie, little Pac. Biggie Pac, I yeah. think. Um, yeah, no, Kodak, Kodak really went off on this. The beat on this is great. The video for this is great. I don't think I ever saw the video. Every this. single one of their videos for this album is at a party. Of course it is. That's Every the Every single element. one, like yeah. literally all of them, they're, they're just different kinds of parties. Like, yeah, yeah. This one is like a house party, like at night. Like it looks like a party, like on the block where they film Stranger Things or some shit. Oh shit. I gotta like, check it, this out. It, like it looks like that. Like it's, it's pretty cool though. I've never seen this one. I gotta check that out. Mm-hmm. And um, so that one is followed by By Chance, which is a great chorus. Bad bitch with a 10. Yeah. No way. Bad bitch with a sun 10. Do you have that by chance? <laughs> um, yeah, it's dope. It, it's just fun. I enjoyed it. Um, so obviously, I'm not a user of drugs, neither is Reg. But we have, if you have friends that are users of drugs and you've gone out to parties with them, like I have, you watch them and you see how much fun they have when this song comes on, and it just makes me. It took me back to that time. Mm-hmm. And I was very just specific about it. time. Yeah, very specific time. Yeah, yeah. Where like you, you just you could see some like certain songs come on. You just get look in your friend's eyes and just be like, okay. Mm-hmm. All right, so I know, I know what time it is. <laughs> Do your thing, brother. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but by chance, it's fun. The chorus is fun. It's another like feel good song, and then Look Alive comes on right after that, which was another big single for them. Yo. Um. Yeah, we're in a we're in a role. Yo, it's. It's it's a it's and it and it's get and it keeps going mm-hmm. like it, like Mike will Mike because like Mike like obviously like you could tell Mike will put down his stems and then like he worked with other people and stuff like that but like he really produces ass off with this project. I like yeah and I like how Mike will takes these artists on as like projects for himself and it's kind of a way for him to exercise his own creativity and with his production. That's why I like him so much because he's so good at like giving artists complete projects and like working with them and getting in their world but then also just giving them his style um i would love for him to just give beyonce a whole album that'd be fire or you think jay, well, or give jay a whole album i remember when i thought that was happening yeah i don't know what uh mike will isn't as active as he used to be i wonder if he's working on something big maybe ransom three ransom two did really good and so did ransom one um those are his compilation albums um but i think he needs to get back in his bag Think that, I, I think mean, he's, he's about to because yeah, Shrimp yeah. Life Four is coming out. I think that he just like wanted to enjoy being rich. Yeah, maybe. I think that's sometimes it's I, that I simple. Yeah, I think it, I literally think that's what happened. Like, sometimes it is that simple. Yeah, the spotlight. And then um, Black Beatles. Black Beatles features Gucci Mane. Um, you know? Oh, you did you do <laughs> did you do the mannequin challenge when this came out? Yeah, I sure did. Niggas was at parties just. Yeah, like trying pausing. to get like yeah. That's nuts. Yeah. It's crazy because when I used to see that, it's like, yo, all these niggas can get robbed right now. <laughs> That's the Detroit and Reds. You know, like, yo, somebody. You, y'all can all get y'all just standing still. How, you gonna commit? You gonna commit to the to the game? You just gonna stand still? 
while somebody going in your pockets. Um, but no, it was a very, this was one of the first songs that I remember the ripple effects of going viral. Mm-hmm. Like a dance, a moment. They did this shit at concerts when they performed this. It was cool to see. Like for you to like see it on the other end, watching that shit on your phone People with everybody at a party, not moving. I remember it was one where they were just like going through the whole crowd just yeah. looking at people not moving. Yeah. I was like, yo, this is nuts. This is crazy. And then they, it kind of reaches like that point where everybody moves at the same time. Yeah. It was cool to see, but yeah. Nah. And then with Clone Gucci, like this was like him. Yeah. This was right before everybody looking. He was out. right back home. Right back home. Yeah. Um, He came home to this. That was mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. It was a huge song for Gucci to come back yeah. to. Exactly. Um, it, it lined up perfect. And then... um. Yeah, everybody was saying that Gucci had a clone because he came back. He was in shape. Mm-hmm. He was uh, he he was super positive. The only time that we saw a like glimmer of old Gucci back then was when I think some dude looked like he wanted to pop off at his book signing. Remember that? Yes, I do. Remember yeah, that. some I dude, mean, he, some dude like, popped like, up. Old Gucci still there. Like it was that moment when Charlemagne interviewed. Interviewed him and he called he called Angelia a little bitch. Oh yeah, and, <laughs> and then when, and then well, at the verses with Jeezy when he said they put Duke Pookie dirt. Poo, oh yeah, they smoking Pookie on Pookie. Yeah, smoking yeah. on Pookie. Put that nigga in the dirt. <laughs> Pookie smoking low. on Pookie pack tonight. Yeah, that was fucked yeah, up. Yeah, that nigga. Like, glimmer. We get we get small glimmers. We get glimmers of old go, go out. Yeah, he definitely has a punching back at home. Yeah. He just he just lets it out. Yeah. Um, so Black Beatles is followed by Shake It Fast, which features Juicy J. Yeah. So, did you see this video? Yeah. So it's a pool party. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I saw so this video. One. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that is the theme. Um. I love how they lean into that. Juicy J is like fucking... He's parsley for, for party anthems. Like, you can put him on any party song. It mm-hmm. fucking works. And he's been giving you the same flow for almost 40 years. And it just works. it's yeah. never old. It's never going to change. Never old. I think, I think that's dope about like certain southern artists. I think I don't I think like that's something that like East Coast artists like envy of like West Coast artists and mm-hmm. Southern artists like mm-hmm. they, they don't have to change their flow. Like yeah. their flow is their staple. That's like their thing and like their beloved for it. Yeah. That's but in true. New York, like nah, they be like, Yo, I'm so tired. Well I mean Jay Z and not like well Nas don't really have like a flow, like mm-hmm. but like Jay Z, like the way he flows, like he's had to change his flow multiple times. Yeah. I think Nas, funny enough, he's in his fourth almost 50 now mm-hmm. and he's changing his flow and exercising his different skill sets now which I, I think is interesting and giving him even more of a lifeline boy. yeah yeah hit boy is definitely making him young again yeah um shake it fast is followed by set the roof featuring um featuring little john which i like but this is a dj mustard yes DC, right okay yeah um i think somebody like too short or e40 would have sounded better on this than um than, than Lil John. I see why they got Lil John because he is the party guy in that no in that voice. Mm-hmm. But hearing Lil John on a party song in 2016 is not really my vibe. <laughs> I enjoyed it. And I it's actually really funny to me that how much how hyphy and crunk are like such a perfect marriage. Yeah, yeah. Like of 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 music and I heard this and I was like, oh shit. At first I was like, is this a sample? And I'm like, oh no, they actually got this. They actually got Lil Jon. Yeah, yeah. Is there any clue, is there any inkling of like why Lil John kind of just slowed all the way down? I know he's still getting money, and then for a while. I wonder what happened to the East Side Boys. Yeah, true. For a while, I know he's still getting money, but like, and then also for a while, he kind of crossed over and was doing um 
he was getting money with like LMFAO. Remember them? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. yeah. he had like those songs those that came Gordy's on. Nephews. <laughs> I did not know that. You Holy didn't know shit. that? Nah. Yeah, they related to the Gordies. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Fucking plants. Yes, man. Wow. I did not know that. Yep. Um, yeah, that's probably why they named LMFAO laughing at us, like <laughs> about to get all his money and just disappear. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so set the roof on fire. It's followed by Came a Long Way, which is introspective, Shremert's not really my cup of tea. It's still good. It's not a bad song. Um, got some bounce to it that I like. Yeah, this is scaring the hoes music. Yeah, it's not really, especially for them. It's yeah. just like, yo, what y'all doing? Yeah. But it's not a bad song. But this is not what you want from, from Shrem Life, you know? This ain't Shrem Life. Me telling me how you feeling about fame and shit. Mm-hmm. Get to these party songs, nigga. Yeah. Oh, I, um, think, I think it was just place wrong. Yeah, it yeah. Ended. That song Maybe ended. it could have ended, yeah. Because they're already talking about the, you know, the life that they live in, mm-hmm. the fame that they've attained, the the ripple effects of it, and you know, mm-hmm. shit like that. Um now that I know, Swaley killed this chorus. So I was more excited about what Slim Jimmy did on this track. Mm-hmm. I like Swaley's like hook, like it was nice, but like I really like the energy. Like he picked the energy back up mm-hmm. because on track eight, the, it was already bringing me down. Yeah, and yeah. And you, like you know, um, Sway Lee opens it, and then some Jimmy just comes in. And it's like a, sh- a shot of adrenaline. I was right. Like, oh, thank God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You kind of needed that, and this is why they balance each other out. Because mm-hmm. Sway Lee, you can tell he really cares about the art of this shit. Like mm-hmm. whether or not, you know, how it's received is like another story. But he really cares about mm-hmm. like the shit that he puts out, and um, you can tell when he when you listen to choruses like this. Right. Um, and Slim Jimmy. I feel like that nigga takes no time with his verses. It it just works. Like yeah. I feel like with him, with him and with him and Sway Lee, they have very different creative processes. And yeah, you, you can, can just tell. yeah, you can just tell. Um, Slim Jimmy would just go in there and just be like, "Yo, cut it on, nigga," <laughs> and just start rapping. And he and that's it. And I, and that's probably why we haven't gotten anything from them in a while. I right. think that shit kind of hit you yeah. know ahead. Um, they probably getting a lot of money from this next project. That's because I don't think I, they, I don't think they really. For a while, it was rumors about them beefing. So, yeah, I'll say this much: Migos won the group wars. Yes, Migos yeah, did yeah. win, even though they looking kind of shaky right now. But. Yeah, they still won because mm-hmm. they they like they put out more projects. Um, and I feel like they actually get are are. They can like some people. I, some people can argue them as one of the greatest rap groups of all time. I don't think some, I don't think Rich Sherman can get that argument. Yeah, you're right. They did win. Um, back then, back then for me, it was a little, it was a little different. I was like, yo, I don't know, man. I'm running with this Shrem life, but Migos, <laughs> but Migos have you know in the long run proven themselves like not just in the you know with their music, but in the culture. Like mm-hmm. they fucking manifested and created a whole flow. Yep. That's used today. Yep. Like, you know, there's no denying it. Um, let me see here. Take it or leave it. Take it or leave it is the next song. It's experimental for them. Um, Sway Lee was trying to take it to the next level. Sounds like a 90s boy band song. Yes, it does. It does. And very different. I feel like Sway, I feel like Slim Jimmy probably didn't even want to do this like, song. So it sounds like Soul for Real, like if Soul for Real had it, she mm-hmm. was out of here or something. Yeah, this is this is right up the alley of of Sway Lee. He's like, yo, we just gotta do this. We gotta mm-hmm. take this next one. We gotta try something different. You know, we gotta show them yeah. we're not one dimensional. Another bad creation would have killed this. Yeah. Um yeah, I don't yeah, I'm curious how it ended up on the album, but I feel like Sway Lee really championed this sound. Yeah, of course he did. 
Um, and then we have a little detour. This is this is where this is where shit goes left. Yeah, do yoga is the next song on this Dud. album. Yeah. There was no need for this song. This is a throwaway. This is definitely a throwaway. Um, I didn't like this one at all. I see. I want to see where they were trying to go with they this. They were just being horny dudes. Yeah. My girl do yoga. Like, all right, bro. Yeah. Who the fuck cares? I don't need a whole song about it. This is a bar. Just say this as a bar. Like you could tell, like these were some, like they were like the last batch of niggas that like still bought nasty magazines. <laughs> All the way. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. <laughs> look, at, yo, look how she posing. Like man, you got the internet, bro. Yeah, word. Yeah, use some fucking internet losers. <laughs> um, over here, over here is the next song. Another one I'm not really that big on. I hate this song. This is kind of just a yo, nose dive. Yo, the nose, the the, mm-hmm. the drop mm-hmm. is so bad after song ten. It's like wow. Yeah, and um, and then you know you got Swang, which I love. The production is great. Yeah, but I didn't need it. Like, yeah, I just I like I really I can I can argue that this album should have been ten songs. And that's it. I think it should have been ten as well. I think um, what's interesting is that. You know, I think when they made this album, they were still trying to fi- figure out if they were more than just party song dudes, you know? Yeah. And I think midway through, Sway Lee was like, nah, we got more to us than that. And that's how you get songs like uh, um, Came a Long Way or Now That I Know or Take It or Leave It. Um, you get those songs because they're trying to prove their, their versatility. And then case in point, it was probably uh, creative differences, and that's how they got Shrimp Life 3 to be double album. So they're like, yo, you do your own thing. I'm going to do my own thing. But it's going to come out together, you know? Um, yeah, but they ain't outcast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're not outcast. And I think that's who they were trying to model them after after a while. Yeah. With with Slim Jimmy being the big boy mm-hmm. and um, and Sway Lee obviously yeah. being Andre, but being they, eclectic and... Yeah. You know they don't got a dungeon family of friends, mm-hmm. and they're not talented as them boys. So nah, they it not. Work, but I get so it. yeah, it didn't work. But I'm I'm very curious to see what they come out next. Um, but this uh this wraps up with just like us little crossover attempt, right? Very very SoCal. Mm-hmm. Um, it it was cool, and like I got where they were going with this one as well. Like like when you were explaining, so I was like, all right, I get it. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I was just like, uh. It's not. It's it's missing the mark. It is. Um. And and again, this is not what I want from 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 uh from the Shremmerts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just really want feel good party songs. It's kind of like when you know what people say about Pusha. You know, you yeah. you listen to him for the coke raps and just you know Martin Scorsese. You 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 watch gangster flicks. Like yeah, that's what you to, want. I listen to Megan Stallion because I want to hear her talk about her pussy and shaking ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't want to hear Meg say, yo, came from the bottom, it was tough. I'm just like, yo, nah, I wait. I don't want to hear I don't want to hear Megan saying we gotta empower ourselves, none of that shit. Nah. No, no leave that to, we, to to no name and um um Kamaya. Not even Kamaya got party records. I'm sorry. Yeah, nah. what's, what's homegirl's name? Um Rhapsody. Yeah, yes. Rhapsody. Like leave that to them. Yeah. Megan, you keep shaking your ass and shaking that ass. Girl. Tell everybody to drive the boat. I want I want Meg to be like I want Meg to have her have a career like Tina Turner, where like 
No matter how old she gets, she, she got her legs out. Nah, bro. Yo, <laughs> yo, dude, why not? She got to nah, do I'm that. I'm just dying laughing. <laughs> Megan at 60, like, bitch, her knees is still Yo, 30. because, yo, it's going to be. It's going to be. Because she's going to get to that age where, like, people go to just go see it. Like, yo, yeah, go, girl. Go, Meg. We, rem- <laughs> we remember. Yeah, bro. Cause she can't, she can't perform savage and not do the dance. She gotta stay limber. She gonna be pissed at herself when she's sixty. <laughs> yeah, because this is all her catalog. This is all her catalog, bro. So she gonna go. She gonna be out there. She's probably gonna definitely not doing that that leg thing that they do. With oh they, yeah, they yeah. They oh, that's that's gonna be older. painful. Oh my god. Yeah, man. <sighs> Ambulance on high alert. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that brings us to the end of this album. Um, Shrimp Life Two. How do you feel? Um, Shrimp Life Two. I'll give it a three out of five waffles. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an enjoyable album, and I'll, I'll say that nine out of the fourteen records I enjoy. Mm-hmm. And even though, like, some people might say, "Oh, it gets repetitive," like this is what I want to hear from them. Mm-hmm. So I'm cool on that, right? I get that Sway Lee is like a, a talented, you know songwriter and you know it was certain things that he was trying to show us were silly but he could have just kept those tracks and gave it to something it would have been those tracks would have been better served somewhere else than on this album because on this album like you they're marketed as like these party boys mm-hmm. so it's kind of like something that you just don't want and it just doesn't make sense and i think like it kind of like messed with their brand where he should have just done certain things solo and it would have worked out better I agree with that. And, and then again, like that's, um, I think that's also what led to to the creation of the way that they did Shrimp Life 3, um, mm-hmm. because it was so, it was so separated and it was so different. Um, but Shrimp Life 2 is fun. Like you said, if they just cut off like maybe like four, maybe five songs on this album, um, it would have been great. I think they went on with the create with, uh, they ventured off a little too left for what I like from them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will give it a three out of five as well. Yeah. yeah, I like that energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so I feel comfortable with that. I think um, our listeners should should revisit it. I don't think Ray Schremer comes comes up enough in conversation, but they have they some fo- some solid shit out there, man. And um, they they the party boys. I like it. I'm I first know. class Reg, and I'm Torian B. We out of here, y'all. <laughs>